The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. This week we're talking about North Korea and how afraid we should be of them ruining the Earth. Coming to you from the top of the stand-up New York Comedy Club, this is a Stand-Up Labs production powered by ComedyVoices.com. Find your voice. Welcome to a place of scientific inquiry Where the world's wondrous workings are discussed Socratically There'll be fun and excitement and knowledge galore Join in the journey to learn and explore How delightful the universe can be Welcome to University Here's Raj and Jono and Joe Begin Welcome to University uh, My name is Joe Zimmerman I'm amazing uh, we got John Ozolay on my left. We got Raj Sivaraman. For some reason, when you said Joe Zimmerman, me. I I didn't hear that as your being being your name. I was like, you said you were Joe Zimmerman. And I'm like, no, your name's not Joe Zimmerman. So like we got Joe Zimmerman here. Uh, yeah, it didn't seem it didn't seem natural. What? There's a Joe Zimmerman uh, in the building. Whether or not it's me, <laughs> it felt so natural to me. It was almost so natural that you guys thought it was somebody else. Yeah. So this week we're gonna ask the question. Should we be afraid of North Korea detonating a nuclear hydrogen bomb? Possibly a hydrogen bomb. Yeah. Well, the, the news is that they detonated some kind of bomb. Claimed Undergr- it was, underground. Yeah, claimed it was a hydrogen bomb. And the real question is, are we in danger? Yeah, so it's a, it's a good question. And so the reason... the <laughs> good, reason, good job complimenting us on our question. It's a, really, ask, it's a really good idea for a show. We should talk about it, right? We ask the important questions. We put the universe under a microscope. And guys, I've thought about it, and... Um, oh, we'll answer at the end. <laughs> well, we can give us a brief synopsis. Yeah, so the... Prediction. So first, the question is, how did we know that North Korea detonated a nuclear bomb? Like, what is the evidence? And it's... Right. Well, first of all, they said it. They, yeah, so... The North Korea claimed, hey, we have a hydrogen bomb. No they also do. said they won the World Cup, so I'm yeah. pretty sure... You cannot necessarily take them at their word. Yeah, the... The evidence that they claimed that they had detonated a nuclear bomb is that there was seismic activity mm-hmm. that emanated from North Korea. And it was and when you detonate bombs underneath the earth as they co- did. As as you as you do, mm-hmm. the it causes uh earthquake like activity. Mm. Sure. But it has a distinct signature from normal earthquakes. It's like instead of looking like a rumble, rumble, rumble earthquake, it's like it's a bomb. singular. It's more of a bomb type. Yeah, it's yeah. more of like a bomb quake. Yeah. And uh, I looked up how do you detonate a nuclear bomb underneath the earth? You dig a hole mm-hmm. one kilometer deep. Seems that's, pretty, you know, straightforward so far. And then you uh, make sure it's one to three meters wide, and then fill the hole. Once you you put the bomb down, and then you fill the hole with gravel, sand, and other materials to prevent the release of radioactive materials into the atmosphere. Okay. And then boom, that's all you got to do. So you dig a big hole, put a bomb in it, cover it up, and then, and then well, press go. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I'm worried um, because North Korea dictator is crazy. He got really upset that he was in a movie. Have historically been crazy. That was the previous dictator. His though. dad said he shot a, a, what, like a 47 on 18 holes of golf. Yeah, basically you just hit all hole-in-ones. They execute people for... Not for having a haircut that's not legal. Yeah. And he's just constantly threatening the U.S. As soon as he can launch a missile this far, he's going to. Okay. So you think we are in danger? Yeah. 
Okay. Raj, do you think we're in danger? Here's the thing. I'm less concerned with North Korea immediately sending a bomb to the United States and more mm-hmm. concerned with North Korea keep exploding things underneath the earth. All right. So you're, you're, we're in danger from a different thing from your perspective. It's kind of like climate change, but like plate tectonic change. Yeah. We need to start talking about tectonic change, guys. There we go. Mm. I think we're not in, in danger in a specific sense, but like there is danger to the world in a more general sense going forward. And we'll explain that some more um, by first explaining what a hydrogen bomb is. Well, yeah, because it, I'm confused because people are like, oh, you split an atom and then it, everything goes explodey mm-hmm. because of the displacement. <laughs> Splody, yeah. Because a- of the displacement of an atom is not supposed to be split, so it goes explodey. <laughs> but I have always been curious, are people isolating an atom and splitting it or are a bunch of atoms getting split? The fundamentals of like splitting an atom are uh, well, they, they use heavier metals or you know radioactive elements like plutonium and uranium are the ones you've heard so, that so, have been in nuclear So they're bombs. splitting an atom of plutonium. Uh, yes. You couldn't split an atom of like hydrogen or something. Well, you can't split an atom of hydrogen because there's only one proton. proton. <laughs> and one neutron. <laughs> yeah. So plutonium has a bunch of... So yeah, proton, uh, like the, you're splitting the nucleus of an atom. Okay. Yeah, so what you're trying to get is, so every time it splits, you're like losing neutrons. And it's, those, it's that neutron fission or falling apart mm-hmm. of the atoms is what causes the splodiness. Right. So well, there's these why big, isn't it just a tiny little splody? There's, there's, that's, that's a great question. That's kind of what causes be, the chain reaction of the thing. I think it should thing. just be a tiny splody. They're, they can do tiny splodies. <laughs> But the, and that's kind of what the first step of a hydrogen bomb is. I'll get into that later. But like a think of a plutonium or uranium uh, molecule as like a giant thing of Jenga, uh-huh. like like that's very it's radioactive, oh, yeah. which means it's radioactive very, Jenga. Yeah, radioactive Jenga. So it's like for unstable. It's not so, just a column of, so, of uh, blocks. It's like one that's very like teetering on the edge. It's radioactive, meaning like it's ready to explode and go splodey. It's ready to break <laughs> apart into two separate. Or, you know, in this case, you know, fall apart. So you only do it when you're around people you sort of don't know that well. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only time you're interacting with plutonium and uranium. Yes. Never play plutonium and uranium Jenga (laughs) with your friends. We're not close friends. (laughs) So imagine like Or any friends. I don't think you should play it, period. It's a pretty, well, I, I I don't mind Jenga. Plutonium, uranium. Jenga? Oh, that those ones would I would never. Raj, never took, play. Raj took the analogy and just made it immediately real. <laughs> <laughs> That's how metaphors work. They're absolutely literal all the time. Yeah. What do you mean by metaphor? Um, <laughs> so imagine like a room full of like very teetery Jenga puzzles, and and, and, and instead and, of the all falling onto the table, the table. And well, the whole room. Well, basically, when you hit one of them to mm-hmm. like collapse and the go splody, it makes everything, every like Jenga puzzle around it also goes splody. It's a chain reaction. It just r- ruins the whole room full of of uh, Jenga puzzles. Yeah, okay. and that's how a, a nuclear bomb works. Like a, it's a fission reaction. It's splitting apart atoms. It's split apart atoms. It's split apart. It's self perpetuating. And if you're the dude that's pulling the trigger, right? Mm-hmm. What is the trigger? Is the trigger shooting a laser at a 
as had a had a flutella. There's, there's a shark should, with a laser beam yeah, attached yeah. to it. Because you're still thinking of splitting an atom as shooting an atom with a laser that will blow it in half. Yeah. Well, not blow it in half, just slice it in half. You have such a myopic view of splitting atoms, yes. Joe. Come on, Joe. How, how are you having such a problem visualizing these split atoms? Uh, so you pull the trigger, it shoots the laser. Well, it doesn't shoot a laser. It, <laughs> shoots, <laughs> it, it shoots, I think, a neutron. Yeah, the neutron. So, so part of it, like a nucleus of what would be an atom, gets thrown. Like basically, think of it as a, a single Jenga block that you throw at a very teetering Jenga puzzle. Okay. Yeah. So, like one of it's going to knock the rest of it down, mm-hmm. which then perpetually knocks other puzzles down until it's a big. And the tool. Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombs, they were detonated by altitude, right? And that's I, what that's what caused, I believe so. Yeah, yeah that's they what were, caused the the bomb. Um, s- what is it? It uh. Split. It rotates. It has to. I think it has to rotate a certain amount. Yeah, and so depending on the air pressure, that's yeah, what the, causes there was it a barometer t- inside of the bomb that caused a, a detonation. Yeah, and, and so that bomb was twenty-one kilo, kilotons. And how, how how does that compare to what they what we think North Korea has? So what or the, or a general? Yeah. Bomb. So the the bomb that North Korea detonated in twenty thirteen. Caused a seismic activity of 5.1 on the Richter scale. Mm-hmm. The one they detonated this uh, year in January also caused 5.1. So the difference is, is that if it's an atomic bomb, that's what probably what they had last time, and that was estimated to be about 20 kilotons. A hydrogen bomb is believed to be in the scale of megatons, like 10 megatons. Wait, so do, do we, Bob, we dropped an atom bomb or a hydrogen bomb? Hydro- uh, we dropped an atom bomb. So that so we dropped a small bomb, relative to a hydrogen. So, so bomb. the the whole kiloton megaton thing is actually re- referring to the amount of TNT you would use, right? So when you the so approximate like, explosion variable is like comparable to a certain amount, certain weight, right. of so, dynamite. So the explosion that you was you that experienced in Hiroshima and Nagasaki were the equivalent of twenty one to twenty three kilotons. So you had mm-hmm. twenty one to twenty three thousand tons of tnt would have caused the same explosion mm-hmm. think, yeah think of a, a dropping a battleship sized tnt stick of dynamite onto a city the thing that wiley coyote used to strap onto himself those giants so TNT basically block. so yeah. you're saying uh north korea has a bomb that's that size well no what they're saying is like they've they've made one russia that thinks is, that it's that big yeah so there's uh they de- detonated a nuclear bomb nuclear fission the the, the big um, you know, plutonium or uranium bomb, the, the classics, mm-hmm. like the classic bomb that uh, exploded a couple years ago. The seismic activity from this one was approximately the same amount. Right. So we don't think they have a bigger bomb. Like a hydrogen bomb is bigger uh, than the nuclear bomb. So like this is the, the seismic activity. Times, times a thousand. Yeah. So nobody's ever dropped a hydrogen bomb on anybody. No. No one's dropped it on an enemy. We have tested it as uh, the United States historically. It's, it's been, it's been uh, tested in the desert and in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, on an island. Wow. So this is the, kind of the interesting thing that sort of made me wonder is like, why are, we, why are we detonating these bombs underneath the Earth? Well, the history is like, the first testing was the Trinity test, which happened in New Mexico. And what they found out that was in Indiana, so Indiana is like a thousand miles away from New Mexico, where they okay. did the test. That the crops that they used to make photographic film, so like corn crops that were used to make photographic film, would all make foggy films or foggy photos. And that's because of the radiation from the fallout from that bomb. 
from a thousand miles away. Thousand miles away. Oh. So wow. That's, yeah, that's a pretty big range. And then they did this test in Castle Bravo in the Bikini Islands, favorite islands, great islands, which are in the middle of the Pacific. Correct? Yeah, they're middle of the Pacific, and that was the most powerful nuclear bomb detonated by the U.S. Fifteen megatons is what it ended up being. Blew some bras off on those Bikini Islands. All right? <laughs> Blew some everything off the Bikini Islands, and it's apparently been like one of the largest scientific sociological like disasters like e- ecological disasters oh, yeah. the yeah. fallout if it's probably 20, what, what if it's 2000 times the size of an atom bomb yeah it's probably what caused godzilla <laughs> i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah like cuz if you remember the video like if, in like the old godzilla movies there was a video of like a nuclear bomb explosion in the islands oh, sure yeah. i'm pretty sure that's the castle castle bravo test that right. they're, that they're using and that uh, fallout from that has still been experienced 40 years after the fact. Yeah, because that was in the 50s, correct? Yeah, 1954. Wow. And so the other last interesting thing is that when North Korea, so just to look at, talk about like radiation fallout, so that's why they stopped doing tests above ground because the, the radiation was going all over the place and we weren't really like aware of how bad this was. Right. Uh, which might explain baby boomers. <laughs> just saying. Anyway, so the... The when North Korea did a test in 2009, that was their first real like atomic scale bomb. They did one in 2006, which is only 500 tons, so it was not even like one kiloton. Yeah, scoffing so at it. Pretty pretty pathetic nuclear bomb. <laughs> but the 2009 one, they they found that nuclear fallout from that explosion in Yellowknife, Canada. So that's 4,500 miles away. Wow. So was was that detonated underground though? That was detonate underground. So North Korea is like really shitty at detonating bombs that so try, try to reduce like radiation fallout. Sure. Wow. So they're not even burying their bombs well. No. Oh, they're man. they're terrible on multiple. Like we're probably first of all they're not even making the right bomb. <laughs> Secondly, they're not covering it effectively. They're they're not, they're not really concerned about anyone's welfare as uh, they're testing bombs to make these bombs. Right. It's like what happens if you had a really dumb person making bombs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, that's basically what's North happening. North Korea, why don't you make a bomb right? Come on. You're, <laughs> hurt, you're hurting everyone by making these terrible bombs. <laughs> mm, can you technically make these bombs safe? <laughs> so that we don't have to be harmed by your tests. Exactly. So, yeah, it's a problem. Uh, so the difference between the nuclear I'm surprised and hydrogen... Are, I'm surprised we aren't more worried. Right. The, that's what I'm worried. Uh, this is what I'm worried. I'm more worried about North Korea testing bombs than I am of them sending bombs. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you're saying, like, as a... Uh, point you you think that you're worried? Yeah, like you're. This is a, this is just fodder for like you think everyone should be more worried. About I think this. people just worried so much during the Cold War era that we we're just over that, that over we, nuclear. We just like yeah, we got like um, our just over uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Afraid our adrenal glands got frayed. Oh from, yeah, from, <laughs> from worrying so much, or from all that radiation we were exposed to. Yeah, that's true. There was there's estimated to have been two thousand nuclear explosions. And since from 1945 to 1992, 2,000 guys. Underground, mostly. Mostly underground. By responsible Four, countries. 1,400 underground, 500 <laughs> overground. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so, yeah, so we're... And that's just nuclear bombs. We'll talk uh, what makes it a hydrogen bomb right after this break. break. Check in and subscribe to your favorite show on ComedyVoices.com. Powered by digital media. Find your voice. Stand Up Labs and UCB Comedy lead the way in bringing you one laugh after another on ComedyVoices.com.
a digital media production. Speaking of breaks. They, Man, that was they, a real fishing right there. Yeah. They, I went bre- fishing during that break. Breaks of atoms is what causes them to split, and the opposite is fusion reactions. That was definitely not a ham-fisted explanation. <laughs> uh, What's the origin segues. of ham-fisted? Um, Joe, you're the English major. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, a guy um, tried to ball up his fist, um, and it it was a ham. <laughs> it's just, uh, just a thing of ham. I'll tell you. The, I'm pretty sure you're not pulling your end on the English aspect of this podcast. <laughs> the Koreans are making a ham-fisted bomb is what they're like. A bunch of ham-fisted scientists in charge of their so, nuclear so what, program. So what is the difference between an atomic bomb and a hydrogen bomb outside of it being hydrogen being ten, a thousand times more explodey? Yeah, more explodey. Uh, so like, Fission, which is the nuclear bomb, is atoms breaking apart, splitting the atom. Uh, hydrogen bomb is fusion, which is like um, combining atoms, smashing them together to create a new element. So, Because they put hydrogen with the plutonium. And right. so as the plutonium is fission, yeah. the, that energy causes the hydrogen to fuse that yeah. then releases more... Yeah, think of more like, energy for plutonium to, to fission. There's a two stages to a hydrogen bomb. That's uh, there. There are two stages. So, yeah, the, so the first one is like basically a, a nuclear bomb, which is like the fission, the Jenga thing that I'd said. Right, and that causes the second thing, which is like it's contained within a chamber, which then squishes atoms together, causing fusion. Right, and so yeah, that's true. And then what that fusion reaction does is it provides energy for more fission to happen. Right. So, so what it's normally perpetuating. Ha- so what normally happens in a atomic bomb is that you have a lot of leftover mm-hmm. plutonium, unused plutonium, unused uranium, and so they're we like, gotta, hey, we gotta, we gotta, you gotta be like the Native Americans and use all part of the plutonium. <laughs> we want a green bomb, all right. We don't want to be just wasting this radioactive material. We want to use every part of the bomb. Yeah. Just so. like the, just like the right. Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so just as they would want it. Right. But, um, but yeah, so that's the main difference. So, and that's why you're able to get a thousand times more explodey. Because it's just bombs. self-perpetuating. So why, why, is fission, China, why is China? I'm, I'm mad at China because they're still friendly with North Korea. Right. That is, <laughs> that is a good reason to be angry with China. What is that? What are they doing? Why are they friendly with North Korea? Uh, well, they, th- what's the non-racist explanation? No, it's they have the same political ideology. They're both communist countries, technically. Well, China's not, both wanna, not really so much. They both, they're transitioning away from they it. They both want to destroy Japan and South Korea. The enemy of your, your enemy is your friend, right? Is that the, is that the logic? I don't, I don't really know what China's logic is in a lot of sort of scenarios for – they're like they're, I, I do know they're in a lot of like corrupt countries in Africa, primarily for their own like colonialism reasons. But I don't know why. Wait, China is? Yeah, like they've they've they were like behind uh, the massacre in Darfur and. Wait, what? Yeah, so China is like doing like learned from Europe and said, "Let's they've, go they've, colonize they've, Africa." They've with propped them. up like all you like you name a massacre in the last fifteen years that's happened in Africa. China has been like supporting the dictator. Really? To get access to like oil and resources from that country. So they're like arming them, et cetera? Yeah, they're, they're, they're the modern day imperialists along with the United States. Guys, but, this is socialist chat. We're talking about what's wrong with imperialism. What? Yeah. I have not heard of China being involved in Africa, but that is. You guys need to read J- Jacobin Magazine. Jacobin Magazine. Wow. Yeah. All right. Blow your mind. Oh, you. <laughs> 
if you like Bernie Sanders, you'll love Jacobin Magazine. <laughs> so, like, I think China could be a solution for helping to stop North Korea. But first, we want to see if they even need to be stopped. Like, like, can they actually hurt anyone? And that is like, even if they had this hydrogen bomb, they're not going to blow it up on themselves. How would they get it to another country? Right. So that's sort of the main problem is like the rockets. Yeah. The rockets are like the the main component to this that everyone's afraid of. And there is talk of them launching a quote unquote satellite into space. But both Japan and the United States are saying, no, don't do that because it's clearly just a rocket test to see if they could have a intercontinental rocket. Right. And... And at this point, there's debate about whether the U.S. or Japan should just slap it out of the sky like Matembo. Well, Japan's threatening to declare war against <laughs> against uh, yeah, Korea. Yeah, so there, there might be a like full on war because this happened yesterday. For, yeah. for our from our I'm not, perspective, I'm not, so yeah, yeah. yeah, I've never been pro war per se. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm more of a peace type guy. Pro peace. He's a pro peace. But the way that you're guy. starting this sentence makes me think maybe you are. But I think <laughs> I think somebody I think Japan should go at them before they. Actually, develop this capability. Oh, you mean like a preemptive war? <laughs> you mean like Iraq? The, the Bush Doctrine? <laughs> well, actually, that's a good point because we should the, invade them and instill democracy actually, in North that's Korea. That's a good point because over the course of a war, they might have time to develop um, more technology <laughs> and then use it. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they would good. also have more justification to spend on warfare if if yeah. they were actually involved in a war. Yeah. Rather than semi trying to live on their own. Well, I guess this is how wars start, guys. You get that one crazy guy. Yeah, well, this is this is the equivalent of a toddler waving around an assault rifle saying, like, hey, look what I got. And everyone's like, how do we get this assault rifle out of this toddler's hand without having him shoot everyone? Technically, wars start between the hegemony of various imperialistic powers uh, trying to control access to the resources available of the Earth. So, All right, whatever, Bernie. Um <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> do like the, the rocket capabilities might be important. So like they might actually have the capability of shooting their like potentially functional, at least nuclear, potentially eventually hydrogen bomb. So I was in India mm-hmm. when India and Pakistan were like having like a war basically. And there was like a, a map in one of the newspapers of the distance that various missiles that pakistan could fire into india and like how far they would go mm-hmm. and i like my family all lives in the southeast part of india and i was like very pleased that their <laughs> their nuclear like their their missiles weren't didn't have long enough range that they could have reached the southeast part of india okay so, so i was like oh it's just the north that's gonna be gone i'm okay with that <laughs> what year was this this was 2004 this is recent so this is there was a hot war between pakistan and india in 2004 there's been hot wars all the time if you actually read the news or jacobin magazine you might learn a lot more <laughs> jacobin magazine <laughs> once you, you do a little research why don't you open your eyes jacobin. and why don't you stop being so woke <laughs> jacobin sounds Start like so a woke. super villain yeah. yeah jacobin is the, like the guy that takes down superman is jacobin. jacobin was the party during the french revolution that were behind the front. It's uh, also Jacobin Magatu, the evil dictator in uh, Zoolander. Oh, yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> was it Jacobin Magatu? Yeah. Jacobin. Zoolander I didn't, I didn't know that was his first Zoolander 2 coming out soon. <laughs> out already. Sponsored by Zoolander number two. Zoolander. <laughs> Zoolander number two. Um, John was panicking to try to keep the organization of this You guys podcast. are going way off the rails <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I'm on a tight, I'm on a tight linear thing. So let's talk about let's talk about Kim Jong Un and how off off the rails he is. Yeah, and should we? What's like the psychology of this guy? Is he going to try and send 
a nuclear weapon. I don't think he is. Yeah, he's. I don't think he has the ability to do it. Like, I'm more like, like the balls. What do you mean by the he ability? Would, he would, I'm not trying to call him out. Like you know, I, go um, ahead, do it, do it, <laughs> do it. Fire that, that weapon, baby. Yeah, no, would, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say that. But I, I just, I just don't think. I don't. I, I think most of it is just posturing and he, just, just trying to show off that he could if he wanted to. He would bomb the U.S. just for making that move, just for Sony making that movie. Yeah. Oh, that you're talking about the interview where they mocked him as yeah. a dictator. Uh-huh. I was on the set of Sony when that happened. Yeah, for Jeopardy, that oh. was that was the day oh. of that Jeopardy. Is when the, the hack happened. Yeah, the hack happened that day, and everyone was like, "Oh man, make sure you delete How all your passwords." Convenient <laughs> that you were there and lost, and I know why. <laughs> they gave uh, the answer to the girl that beat you. Uh, yeah, me probably. Oh, here's the thing I want to know. Is how is North Korea getting plutonium? Enriching it. Yeah. Well, it's because it's like not just plutonium, it's radioactive plutonium. So you have to like uh, treat it a certain way so that it is has a certain isotope. Yeah, they might be doing it the way that uh, they made those new elements. Oh, just with a fusion reaction. Yeah, just taking a bunch of zinc and shooting it at <laughs> bismuth. So in the future, as technology keeps getting better, will, will anybody just be able to make plutonium? enriched i can't see i think i think the way people enrich plutonium you have to have like very complex apparatus to do that or apparatuses yeah but that's sort of the issue with like iran who's trying to like build you know debatably weapons grade facilities to build a nuclear weapon and they're trying to shut that down because you need very specific type of tools to do that so there's there's very specific equipment like this required to actually enrich uranium. And I think most of this happened during Bush when North Korea was trying to start building these facilities and like Bush was like, I'm not going to talk to these people because I'm, I'm a busy Iraq war fighting. Wait, so you're saying that during the Bush administration, he was negligent with North Korea? Let's say... That's what it says in Jacobin magazine. <laughs> let's, say an, let's say an atom bomb... An, uh, let's say a Kim Jong-un atom bomb hits Manhattan and I'm in Astoria how much time do I have <laughs> I can't wait a Kim Jong-un quality atom bomb yeah so 20 20 kiloton bomb yeah I mean I'm do do we do we run for the bridges or what do we do I think we're you're prob I mean for we're sure we're just dead wait you're but you're like right by Manhattan though yeah, yeah, you're on the edge. You're right across the river. Yeah, right across the river. I'm a little bit more protected. I'm deeper in Brooklyn, so I'm, it depends on where they would drop it but in. Would you just go into your basement of your building, or would you run for the bridges? Basement. Basement. Wouldn't the uh, radioactivity get to you eventually? I'm pretty sure there's a significant yeah, amount of leads, lead in my walls. <laughs> <laughs> that would protect you yeah. for once. Yeah, finally. Well, the lead paint finally serves a purpose <laughs> yeah. in all the old buildings in New York. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the great irony oh. of things of like people survived in New York because there's so much oh, lead paint. And here's maybe here's how I can rest easy, guys. How maybe we maybe the U.S. over the last sixty years since starting these bombs has developed technology to just knock it out of the air, like Dikembe, like you said. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's the Iron Shield, right? That's yeah. what George Bush was trying to. Well, we can fund. just we can just catch these in a net, put them in the ocean, right? Yep. Is that how? That's what's that's what's going to happen. This, Operation this, Matumbo. Yeah, Perfect. this is this is my other question. Is that, now if, I'm resting a little easier thinking about the defense system. If we prevent a nuclear bomb, if we're trying to avoid a nuclear explosion from happening, right? 
So this is, this has happened in season two of of twenty four. Like, where do you detonate it? Where do you set it off? What do you mean? So, oh, so if if you had a nuclear bomb that you didn't want to hurt people, yeah, you put so, it in the ocean. So apparently, so this is what blew my mind. So in twenty four, they didn't put it in the ocean. They had the choice between sending it to the ocean or, or sending it to the desert. To the desert, of they sent it to the desert because they, it would have harmed less wildlife and would not have had an, as much fallout directly into the like coastal population. Yeah, well, think about like oh. if you have to pee really bad, do you go like on the side or do you pee in the pool? Like once you pee in the pool, it's everywhere. The whole the whole pool is poisoned with your pee. Like if you just pee on the side, <laughs> if you pee on the side of the pool, how toxic it's just, like, is it's your a little pee, bit more, It's a little bit more easy to clean up. You're hurting less people. That's a good point. That's a good so point. So the desert. Yeah. So yeah. I just thought that that was interesting. But do you think that neurologically that well, no. Kim Jong-un would, do, would um, do something? I think he could, yes. I think that because g- dictators generally are psychopaths in, in the sense that like they have like narcissistic personality disorder, antisocial. Like, they're, mm-hmm. They believe like they have very little empathy. There's no like, um, connection with anyone other than the, maybe their state. Is, like, there, is there a way to mentally fix that? Can we like just airdrop like – like self help books, airdrop, airdrop <laughs> Prozac or something yeah. that makes him makes him like less dictatorial. Um, the good news, I think, is that because he's so un- like you know potentially unhinged and dangerous to the whole world and to his mostly to his own country. The most of the damage the Un family has done is to or the Kim family. I don't know. How, also, also uh, a quick tangent. He loves Chicago Bulls so much. Why would he attack the U.S.? Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> he grew up on the Bulls. He is, so he might attack the Knicks. Uh, so, so again, he's coming uh, yeah. to New York. That's yeah. true. Or, or L.A. or San Francisco. Yeah. But Chicago's safe. Not Keep San Francisco. <laughs> Maybe the Jazz. The San Francisco Jazz. was never really a rival for Chicago. Yeah, but not there. Hmm. True. Does he like Derrick Rose? He loves the Bulls. He's got Bulls paraphernalia. Still, like the current Bulls? I think, there's an era of Bulls that think, everyone likes. I think that's a strong argument. I don't like the Bulls. I think it's a strong argument against the Chicago Bulls. I'm Bulls fans. Well, hey, Dennis Rodman's the, his best friend. Well, look, Saddam Hussein loved The Last of the Mohicans. Didn't make it a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> so how did, since when did Saddam Hussein love Last of the Mohicans? How did you know since that? Since forever. How did you? Yeah. He I had it on that. loop at his palace. What? Yeah. He I was just know. playing constantly. Uh, what? I I've never heard this. Last of the Mohicans <laughs> was his favorite movie. <laughs> and he would watch it while sitting on his gold toilets? Yeah. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess that's uh, more power to Daniel Day Lewis doing it again. Uh, yeah, reaching, <laughs> reaching, reaching people all over the world with his with his method acting. All right. <laughs> so, are we afraid of North Korea? No, we got the Dikembe block. Yeah, I think that either like the infrastructure of North Korea will crumble beneath him because he just pisses off enough people within his inner sanctum that they take him over and become a more reasonable. Although still unstable uh, regime, it's also become with a the pretty, nuclear bomb. It's with, also become a very poor country. True, it's it's like the poorest in the world. And then, or China cuts off their relations with them because they're too dangerous and they have to reform. Yeah. Or if they're actually trying to like start some crap with everyone around the world, like there's military actions we can take. I don't think we're going to be devastated by like their dysfunctional missiles. We could just dr- actually, and we could just drone him the second. He starts yeah. looking like he's going to do something. I think sort of the broader point that we're missing, if you were to read Jacobin Magazine, you'll realize that nuclear weapons are more of a deterrent than Please they are anything else. Please don't read Jacobin <laughs> yeah. Magazine. But like, like, this is sort of like kind of the same attitude that people had when like India and Pakistan developed nuclear technology. It's like, oh, God, there's going to be a, a nuclear war, and then we're right. all going to die. 
It's been 20 years. Nothing has happened. Yeah. And we're all fine. And yeah. I think I think what a nuclear bomb gives you is the security to know that, oh, the U.S. is never going to invade us. Right. Like, Japan's never going to invade us. China's not going to invade us because we could do something crazy. Yeah. And I, I would be surprised if uh, any offensive attack ever happened because the only country to have actually used a nuclear weapon is the country that we're currently living in. USA. <laughs> USA. Uh, you know? Number one. My concern still is my original concern is that they keep testing all these nuclear bombs yeah. and they're opening up the earth. So, so you're saying they're using it mostly as a deterrent, as posturing, but they're so bad at it that, like the fact that they are bad at it is actually a, the worst thing. Like you, Te- you actually, Hashtag tectonic change. Yeah. So it would, in your estimation, it would be great if they could actually figure out this technology and stop hurting themselves and the world. Yeah, that's sort of And only use it as a deterrent. And just don't test any more bombs. Right. Um, so you're worried about the seismic and ecological <laughs> concerns of them blowing crap up underground. Basically. That's, yeah. a, that's a legit concern. Yeah. I think we would like a little bit are in danger because of that. <laughs> Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I think we got to sanction all in and out trade to North Korea. in and out trade? <laughs> in and out burger trade? <laughs> They're stopping sending our burger technology. That's right. You've heard it here. <laughs> they, have a, they have a regular double-double. They're trying to go animal style. Um, I have the answers. Only people on the West Coast get these references. <laughs> nothing in, nothing out until they decide to do away with their nuclear p- program. Nothing has been going in or out. No, they've been yeah. trading with China. China's not going to agree I to think that. by the time they would have actually developed a, a decent enough rocket to get it anywhere and a full-on hydrogen bomb that works, I don't think they'll actually be in power anymore. The capability of them to do it will be diminished. I also feel like building a nuclear bomb oh. is like such a backwards technology. I feel like they're like trying to build the new iPod. No, I guess and, that, yeah. and, and everyone's like, guys, we're on Spotify now. Like, yeah, so. yeah. I guess they're in the 1940s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's pictures of them with old, like, American, like, computers st- from, like, the, our nuclear development age, like the yeah. 40s and 50s. Yeah. They're very, they're, they're very technologically backwards. Yes. So I think, no, we're not in danger. It's weird to think that somebody that's technologically backward is just just now developing a giant murdering bomb. <laughs> well, we were technologically backward when we made when we made a nuclear bomb in the 40s. Yeah. We were at the forefront. They, we didn't have the internet. Right, Can you well, believe that? Let's, no wrap, let's wrap it up. I think the we, summary is they have a dysfunctional bomb, yeah. probably can't get it anywhere. <laughs> They're ruining the earth. Read Jacobin Magazine. Read Jacobin Magazine. We do. That was our one of our resolutions to reform the thing was to have a summary at the end. Oh, okay. Do you forget about that? Yes, I don't remember. <laughs> Summary at the end. Yeah, well, there was, in conclusion, was like biggest feedback. In conclusion, oh, yeah. I, I remember now. I, now I know what you're talking about. Send us your comments, concerns, questions at University City Pod or email us at universitypod at gmail dot com. Should I should I wrap up again without Joe interrupting me? Do it. All right. So. They don't have an, an oh, H bomb oh yet. Oh my god! I didn't know you were doing a summary. Do? You already did a summary. It's a six point summary. Like <laughs> they interrupted me halfway and, through it. And oh my god! And and. <laughs>